Hi, I'm Rami. And I'm Shannon. And this is Workplace Hugs, where we talk about interesting things we've read or learned to help all of us expand our life toolkit with a whole bunch of empathy, but without a whole new degree. Rami, what are we talking about this week? So I read uh, Stanley Tucci's book. It's called Taste. Stanley Tucci's an actor from a lot of things. Shannon, what movies do you know Stanley Tucci from? I do not. I was going to ask, who the heck is Stanley Tucci? Have you seen uh, The Devil Wears Prada? Yes. You know the... <gasps> that guy? Yeah, he's like in Julie and Julia. He's in... Yes, um, I like him a lot. The Hunger Games. He's the dad in Easy A. I really like him. I didn't know that was him. Yeah, he's in all sorts of things. And I think everyone always likes him. He's very lovable in his roles. Yes. So he wrote a book called Taste. Um, I think that the title is a double double meaning in that he actually had like cancer in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And so he actually at some point could not taste anything. And he's like a huge foodie. He mostly writes um, uh, cookbooks. Gosh, so there's, I did not know anything about him. Oh my gosh, what a multi-talented yeah, he individual. A, he has a CNN show where he travels through Italy, which is really fun because he's Italian. And he actually spent time in his youth in Tuscany, I think in Florence. But he's just very charismatic, so it's fun to watch him go around Italy. But the book was good. My wife liked it a lot more than I did. I want more like inside baseball, which is why I like reading celebrity um, biographies. And his was very much like, oh, I did this movie in Hungary. I got paid a lot, but I didn't like the movie. And I was like, what movie was it? Like, you could just say what it was. Um, But it was good. I I enjoyed it. The the thing that I'm honing in on for us to talk about this week Uh is really, it's something that I read and then I like took a minute. I was like, oh, this is fascinating Um, and such a smart thing to do. And so we're going to encourage everybody to do it by both of us having just done it, which is he has a chapter towards the end about uh, his first few weeks of full lockdown in COVID. Mm. And when he started reading it, it was like very romantic. There's like, Thinking back on that time now, I think is very, it was terrifying and depressing and scary and all those things. But there's something really romantic about being like locked in a space with your loved ones that I think is like super interesting. Mm. And so he wrote all of it down. And what I wanted to spend our episode this week talking about is what you and I remember about that time and is an as an encouragement to everyone else to go back and look at your calendars, write down what you remember, talk to your partners, to your family, to whoever you're with, and remember those things and write them down so that you can look back on it in 10 or 20 years. Because I don't think we're going to get a moment like that where we were so isolated and locked down. It's just such a unique time for all of us to have existed. Yeah. Yeah. May not ever happen again. Hopefully it doesn't ever happen again. Yeah. It reminds me on a much bigger scale. It reminds me of the, have you ever kept a five-year journal? Or do you know what I'm talking about? Like where you just write maybe five lines for the year, but it's set up so that like then you write those, then you write another five lines the next year and the next year and the next year, but on the same page for the same day. 
you know, so like May 29th would all be one page. So you can kind of review, well, where, what was I doing five years ago, four years ago, three years ago, two years That's ago, one cool. year ago? Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of that. And I was, I'll admit I was too lazy to go and look at my five-year journal <laughs> to see what it would have said for that for these days. Um, so I just looked at my calendar instead, but I feel like it's a similar concept where it can be nice to keep one of those. I actually do one with Talia too. They have one for kids. That's a three-year journal. That's really fun. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so what were right. you doing in your early lockdown days? So I remember we got back from a flight and everything was closed. So that night we got in and we like ran to the store and it was like completely picked over. So we got some food for the baby and how old was Prince? Like time escapes me on this. He was not quite a year at that point. He was like seven, eight months, nine months. So he was like still on formula, still in like, a lot of diapers. Yeah. Um, so it was like there were no diapers. There was no formula. There was like nothing. We got some like baby food for him. And then, I don't know, whatever dry goods we could find. And then I just remember every morning we would wake up. And my wife and I would look at our calendars and like shift meetings around to try and make sure that we weren't like overlapping. So someone was always with him. And... Then it was like, okay, now we take stock of the food that we have. So let's figure out what we can make with what we have. And all of those things that are tiring and exhausting to think about. But the nice thing was, once we got to nighttime, it was like, oh, we we have a lot of beer because I like beer in our, like we've cellared it all. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, who knows if we're going to be alive in six months, so like let's start cracking open all, all these like really rare things that we've been saving for occasions. But, you know, there might not be occasions. So this is like our chance to do that. And we I remember we cracked those open. We had one special bottle every night, which was really fun. Um, and we started rewatching like the Harry Potter movies, which was fun. And we rewatched. I was watching all the James Bond movies because the newest one, No Time to Die, was supposed to come out, Shannon, in April of 2020, as you can see <laughs> on my cup. Didn't come out until October of 2021. Wow. So I'd like rush to watch, I don't know, 22 or 23 movies by like April. And of course, it didn't come out in theaters because there were no theaters at that point. Yeah. Um, I want to go back nice. to something that you said. You said that you said, because we didn't know if we would be alive. Did you really feel that way at the beginning of COVID? Like you did not know. I don't think we knew what to think at that point. Yeah. And it's funny because we've been watching this show called Station Eleven. It's based off a book. And they have a similar style outbreak. It's much faster and much more lethal. Um but you see the people dealing with it like in the first day, in the first hours. And it's very reminiscent of what was happening with all of us, except mm-hmm. that everybody was dropping dead very quickly. Mm. So it was like almost ours on like a more aggressive scale. But you had no idea. You heard like the stories that we kept hearing in L.A. were, oh, New York's hospitals are full of people. They're all on respirators. Yeah. And like that's 
the extent of what we were getting and like whatever was happening in China at the time and Europe. So I think so. I don't, I, I, I think at that point all bets were off. Yeah. So Shannon, what were you guys up to at the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah. So I, like I said earlier, I didn't remember. I had to go back and look at my calendar. I, when you were talking about the food thing, I was thinking, Oh yeah, I remember doing that. Like the grocery hoarding trip. (laughs) Uh-huh. but then we gave like most of what I had bought on that grocery tip to a food bank like 18 months later because it yeah. was there wasn't much stuff left for the grocery hoarding trip so I bought like a bunch of canned soups and stuff that we never ate we didn't need to thankfully do you remember waiting in lines to go into stores I don't remember that so we always had lines here so I remember our neighborhood we had a Trader Joe's that we could walk to and you would always wait in line it'd be like an hour long wait and if you went in the morning you could usually get like a six pack of toilet paper. But if you went any later, like there was no toilet paper. So we'd always go in the morning and hope that we would get them. And I feel like we'd get them like once every third time we went. But the Costco here, all the Costco's um, had big signs on the outside of like, we don't have rice. We don't have masks. We don't have oil. We don't have eggs. We don't have milk. We don't have uh like wipes like they had a big wall that would tell you like here are the things we don't have so like just don't ask because those are probably like the top 10 most requested things wow yeah i don't remember it being that bad and i don't think i even i have asthma and so we were extra cautious in the beginning so i think we were using shipped so that's maybe why i didn't have that lived Uh experience the biggest thing that i remember is that i was supposed to take a business trip out to Seattle. I was supposed to go to Seattle to do a training for a company and the COO called me and said, we're going to need to take it all virtual because Seattle was starting to blow up first before Minneapolis. And I remembered like virtual feeling so foreign at the time, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I have to pivot make this whole training into a virtual that was supposed to be in person. And now that would be just like such a standard practice. So it's crazy to think about how different that is. Um, I remember Googling if COVID could stay on cardboard Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we were having a lot of stuff shipped to our house. And so deciding like, would I need to decontaminate this? Mm -hmm. Because I have asthma and my daughter had asthma at the time. She's outgrown it since. But the funner, the funner, the more fun memories for me was remembering that we put like the extra leaf in our dining room table and we always had a puzzle out. At what? all times. And so but it was really that's fun. That's so fun. It was fun. So we would, and t- even Talia was four or five at the time, and she, it was like grown up puzzles, but like she would get into it with us and figure out mm-hmm. different pieces. Um, and then the same thing with scheduling. We would do it on a weekly basis, like looking at our calendars to figure out who can take the kid when. And I, looking back at my calendar, I did have these whole Shannon on tea duty blocks. But eventually making the choice to just pivot. And I coached at night all throughout the like daycare closed phase of COVID. And I'm so grateful that we could do that. Um, Mm -hmm. I know a lot of families couldn't do that. And then some other fun memories was, I don't know if this was like a big thing that many families did or, or not. I just saw it on like somebody's Facebook page. I took painter's tape. We have this huge like front window in our living room. Mm-hmm. And I took painter's tape and I made a design and I got out like acrylic paint and I let Talia paint like a, a fake stained glass window <laughs> at her window. What? 
and it was so fun. And then we did the um, like the hearts on the front door thing mm-hmm. that everybody was doing for the for the postal people. Um, so those are some fun memories that I would do again. And then the other thing Talia and I would do together is I would have her because this was so disorienting for her. I would uh, we'd eat breakfast together in the mornings, and I would have her draw out like little pictures, almost like a bingo card of what we might do that day. Mm-hmm. And then like a bingo card, she could like check things off as we went. But yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a crazy time. Oh, and figuring out how to do game nights virtually with our friends. Yeah. That was <laughs> Disney fun. code names with like, my husband is very into technology. So it's like multiple camera angles on the board game with like multiple entries in the zoom room. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I feel like we spent a lot of time trying to get Prince used to being in the car because there would be days where we'd go without using the car. And it was like, okay, on the weekend, like, we just need to throw you in the car so you can get used to, like, we drive a lot in LA. Like, you just got to get used to being in the car. Yeah. So we would drive purposefully to, like, a restaurant we wanted to try and we'd get takeout. We'd bring it into a park, get out the picnic blanket and, like, we just like have a picnic because it was like, oh, it's super safe. We can be outside. We're not by anybody. Um, and I remember how much fun all of that was. And even now, my wife and I were out last weekend. She's like, oh, be so nice to like have a picnic. Like we because I feel like we had picnics like every weekend for like months. Yeah. Um, and then we couldn't find the picnic blanket. So it didn't happen. Aww, well, but it's like one of those things where it's like I wish we did more of that because it kind of forced you in the way that you're talking about to be more uh, to to really stretch the limits of what fun with your family could be. Yes. I.e. stained glass window fun and let's figure out what we could do today and draw that and maybe that's a fun bingo game that we play every day. Yes. Which I think is so different than an overscheduled life is now. Yeah. Sometimes I... I don't know. I try to hold on to hope that it did change us. Mm-hmm. Like, as a collective. Uh, and what I observe in me is that there is some ways in which we are sliding back into old ways. Oh, for sure. So... It's a both hand. Can we keep some of it? But my husband did just put the leaf back in our table today. And I was thinking, maybe it's time to get a puzzle out. He did it because we have a puppy and she's very naughty and it's a new strategy we're trying. It's a long story. (laughs) But anyways, it made me think, maybe we should put the puzzles back out. Yeah, for sure. Bring those puzzles back out. We're going to find our picnic blanket. We're going to pull that back out. The one thing I've noticed... For the better, I feel like, and I don't know if this is everywhere, but certainly on around us, a lot of the streets or the portions of streets that were overtaken by outdoor seating, uh-huh. like parking lots, have stayed, which I've really appreciated. The other thing that I've noticed that stayed, at least here locally, uh, coffee shops, not chain coffee shops, coffee shops are not open as late like, this coffee shop used to be up until 7 or 8, and now they close at 4. And I Good almost love it. Yes, because it's like, yeah, we have determined that like there are different priorities in life other than, like, leaving this coffee shop open for people to come to at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I actually miss, you're reminding me that around uh, the lake near where I live, they 
closed down the street so people would have mm-hmm. more space to spread out for walking and running and biking and whatnot. And they reopened it and I missed it. <laughs> that yeah. one didn't stay, but I get it. You know, traffic. <laughs> yes. So with all of that, what I would say is think back on the things that you really think back on all of it and document mm-hmm. it, first of all, because it's going to be something as, as I was reading it, I was like, oh, my gosh, I really wish I had this because it's going to be something that we'll want to take advantage of in the future. And just remember. And then I think, too, like if there are things, picnics, puzzles that you really enjoyed doing, then do them again. Keep find a way to reinvolve them in your life because they're just going to make your life better. Yeah, I think these are the stories that we're going to be telling our grandkids someday. You know, absolutely. Just like any period piece in a movie. And so it's it's taking notes to remember. Yeah, well, Talia's going to be like, this is the window that I stained glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, with that, we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram or LinkedIn and share with us some of your favorite positive COVID memories. Of course, there's yeah. a lot of tragedy throughout it, but we'd love to hear what are the things that you remember fondly from those early days that maybe you want to keep integrating or reintegrate into your life with that i've been shannon and i've been rami and this has been workplace hugs